Have you ever wondered what it truly cost to dim your inner light in exchange for temporary comfort? Well, today I'm going to answer that question. Do you mind if I tell you a story? You see, too often we dim our own lights, not really realizing the cost of playing small, the cost of not letting our full potential really shine through, the cost of not really understanding what the potential impact that we can have on this particular world. I remember, I know, I know family, this is a long time ago, so just bear with me a little bit. I remember when I was a freshman in high school, I was so excited. I mean, super excited. And the reason why I was excited is because basketball tryouts were underway. Now, we've all heard the story, and maybe you are already going to beat me to the story. Well, the story of Michael Jordan when he was cut by his freshman team. Freshman coach, excuse me. And so, in my mind, as I'm going through the process, I am like, oh, yes, we got this in the bag. This is going to work. I'm going to do my thing out here. And, you know, then they put this sheet up on the, on the, at the end of the tryouts, they put this sheet up outside the gym. And since the way my last name Coke is, you know, it's going to either be, it's going to be at the top because of where, where my last name is as far as how, uh, letter C. And so I'm like, all right. So I start at the top, go through, I was like, wait a minute, I don't want to see my name. So I go to the bottom real quick. I don't even look in the middle because I'm like, it won't even matter. So I look in the, the bottom, didn't see my name. At that point, I had to make a really tough decision. Um, because so many emotions and frustration went through me. I, I personally had felt at that time I'd given my all. I personally felt at that time that um, I really did what was required of me to really be the best version of myself with, with, with regards to uh, being on the court. But unfortunately, the coach didn't see that, and it was a gift and a curse at the same time. The gift was that it allowed me the opportunity to see there's more work to do. The gift was it showed me that now what am I going to do about it? And boy, did I do something about it. The curse was is that, and it really wasn't a curse, it was an opportunity. It showed me that sometimes that you can put in, you can put in work and the results may not show up when you expect it to show up, but they will eventually show up. Here's another interesting story, and I'm gonna really, I've been talking about this for a while, family, about the PMP. And one thing about the PMP, which you, which you don't know, and maybe you do know, if you've been watching the channel, is that it took me four times to pass the PMP. Why did it take me four times to pass the PMP? It wasn't that I didn't know the information. It wasn't that I wasn't prepared. It was the fact that I kept getting confused on my work experience and what the PMP exam was really asking of me. And I was being super critical and super logical about answering the questions until I got the, the, the coaching, I got the help that required me in order to, for me to move, fat, move uh, past it. And then I started going down that trail of asking myself and start telling my, myself these stories, well, maybe I don't know project management well enough. But I knew that wasn't true because I was helping other people pass the PMP. So I was like, what am I doing wrong here? Well, I should have said, well, what was I doing right that helped them to pass the exam and it wasn't helping me? To pass the exam. I mean, I was studying day in and day out. I didn't watch TV. 
I didn't do any of those, what they say are distractions. Anytime that I was doing something, it consisted of having the PMP audio in my ear and, and on, on a PMP app taking PMP exam questions. Even when I may have been out, you know, I was part of a bowling league, I would be on my phone taking PMP exam questions. I would be reading through material. I was giving everything that I thought that I had, but there were still more left, as they would say, in the tank. You see, today's episode is entitled Embracing Your Light, The Cost of Diminishing Yourself for Comfort. Mm, I'm going to say that last part. The cost of diminishing yourself for comfort. Listen, family, I have an eight-point framework, and these eight points, I hope that there's one point here that arrest your attention, that it will make you go and think about how you look at your life and what are the things that you can do, which you have allowed to happen to you as far as the stories you've told yourself that it wouldn't be possible. The stories that you've limited yourself that saying that, hey, that, that dream is definitely out of, out, out of scope and out of, you know, it will never happen for me. So today we're going to address this. So you ready to get to work? Let's work. Point number one, embrace the power of change. Like I said, family, you know, that whole cliche, they keep saying, oh, it's never too late. And at first I was like, yeah, it is too late. But then I started doing my homework and start getting involved in personal development, start getting involved in the things that I've always wanted to do. One of those things is what you see me doing here now. You see, I've always wanted to do this. What is this, ED? This is being public speaking. This is being in front of a camera and be and thinking of like, man, what are people going to say about me? What are they going to think about me? And I, I started creating all of these different stories and maybe some of them may be true of what people are going to say and think about me. But at the end of the day, my one of my dreams, one of my visions was to get in front of this camera to deliver content around uh, project management, deliver content around personal development. See, I kept starting and stopping, starting and stopping. And I know of someone out there that started and stopped and then picked it back up and then dropped it again. And it's because of the stories that we tell ourselves or we allow the stories of other people of what they say and think about us and they're not the ones that's doing the work. Mm, I might have said something there. See, it's never too late to change because you have an opportunity to get up and make the decision, not the choice, the decision today to embrace the power of change. Hey, listen, family, I do truly appreciate you watching this episode. I hope that you hit this like and subscribe button for more insightful information around project management and personal development because I'm not going to stop. I'm coming. I'm going to be remain consistent. I got to keep going forward and keep moving forward because for you, for me to do this and the, the feedback that I'm getting, the comments, the like, I really truly appreciate it. That to me means a lot. Anyway, let's get back to the program. Point number two, recognize the loss of self-identity. See, Understand, the, understand that consistently downplaying your abilities and desires truly, and I do mean truly, can lead to a loss of personal identity and self-awareness. You see, I heard you, you, you also, here's another cliche that I've always heard in first. And when I, when I heard it, I was like, wow, that 
makes sense. Sometimes you can get lost in a re relationship and I'm not even talking about a personal, it can be a professional relationship where you're in a work environment where you're doing the work, but you're letting someone present the information or, or allowing them to be the front person. And then you're like, because you told yourself a story or someone told you that, Hey, you, you wouldn't be well, you wouldn't do well up there speaking. You just don't have the singwa. I don't even know what the word is. I, I wanted to say something real fancy, but it just didn't come out that way. But anyway, I digress. Point I'm trying to make family is, is that we start, we start downplaying the person that is inside of us and we start burying them, you know, deeper and deeper. And eventually we lose, we lose our self-identity. And when we lose our self-identity of the person that God has created us to be, the person that we've, that we've put in the work to be, and now we're afraid to let that person shine because, again, of stories. Point number three, missed personal and professional opportunities. Listen, when you stay in your comfort zone, you're going to miss out on life-changing opportunities and experience. As I shared with you at the start of this video, for me, I know I missed out on uh, some opportunities because of the fact that I didn't want to get in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, it, that was on me because I had the I had the message, I had the content, I had the context to go behind the content, but what it was is I was like, I don't want to get in front of the, the camera, so I'm just going to do a podcast. I'm going to do something where that doesn't involve that, but this is where I needed to be. And I allowed myself to say, oh, well, I need to, to get a certain way or I need to do certain things or I need to have all this fancy editing and all these things and allowed all of the, the barriers that we tell ourselves to hold ourselves back instead of just going ahead and getting started. And then in a professional life, you know, in my professional career, um, I was doing project management and I was like, oh man, you know, uh, I'm gonna go after the cap M and I, I went after the cap M and I didn't, I didn't pass the first time. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm just, I'm really not a good test taker. And is since I'm not a good test taker, there's no point in taking the cap M let alone again, or let alone even trying to go after the PMP because of the fact I'm going to fail that too. So if I'm going to, if that's going to happen, I'll just rather just, you know, base it off of my experience. But I was missing out on opportunities as I was seeing people who didn't have the experience that I did, that who didn't put in the necessary work as far as studying uh, project management and they were leapfrogging me. And I literally do mean leapfrogging me because they had the credentials, because they had the background as far as the education. They didn't have the experience, but the education and the certifications made up for some of their lack of experience. So family, I challenge you today before we even get to the rest of these points, don't miss out on opportunities because of the fear or the concern that you may, uh, of the story that you're telling yourself because of the belief that you believe that this won't happen. Matter of fact, we're going, we're going to the magnetic, uh, magnetic project manager book. I, I'm sorry, I had to go there, family. And in chapter six of continuous learning improvement, one of my favorite basketball players, uh, and he didn't become my favorite basketball player probably until the last, I'll say, five to seven years of his career. Um, and the reason why he became one of my favorite basketball players was due to the fact of his dedication to his craft, his dedication to 
self-discipline, his dedication to hard work. And once I started studying him and doing my homework, I was like, ooh, I want his work ethic. How did he get that work ethic? And he said something that was so powerful. I had to put it in this book. And family, you can go pick this up at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever your, your bookstore is. All I'm trying to do is outwork my potential. Kobe Bryant. Again, all I am trying to do is outwork my, pretent my potential. All right, we're in point number four. Understand the impact of self-esteem. Listen, recognizing and uh, rec recognize that diminishing yourself can lead to lower self-esteem, which leads to lower self-confidence. Self-confidence comes from where? From you. You have to be, and I had to expound on that like that because of the fact that sometimes we seek self-confidence from others, and it's not other it's not others' job to help us become self-confident. We have to do some work as well. And when we do the work on ourselves, when we do the work internally, it allows for other people to come along and add on to what we've already done. Sometimes we can get that mixed up and feel that um, self-confidence comes from others. No, it starts with ourselves. And then when we get with like-minded people, that actually has an opportunity to blossom. Point number five, reflect on loss of, authentic, uh, of being authentic. Listen. When you don't have an opportunity to be your authentic self, and when I mean authentic, because I've heard it, you know, it's, it's all these different authenticity. Like, you know, sometimes you got to wear a mask. I'm not talking about where you're in a professional meeting and you can't go in there talking about, yo, 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 son, you know, son, I need. No, I'm not talking about that. That's not being authentic. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm referring to authentic, being authentic is meaning the authentic person you are supposed to be at that time and place. My mom would say something to me, son, you know, when I was young, I, I mean, I hate to, I hate to put this out there in the world, but it is the truth. I used to cut up in the stores as they would say, I would, you know, get in trouble a little here, you know, here and there. And my mom would say, uh, son, uh, act like you belong. And I was like, what, what, what does that mean? She was saying that wherever you are, don't try to, don't act out of character, be yourself, but be yourself based on the environment that you're in. Don't try to be, and don't go into an environment where if everyone is suited and booted, meaning a shirt and tie and a, a, a jacket, you come in and you thinking, well, I don't have to be that way. I'm not like them. And it's not about being like them. It's about you still, you still can be your authentic self and where uh, and wear what you need to wear in a sense. And I hope I'm helping somebody out here because I know a lot of times we'll we'll get caught up in this. Well, I'm just going to be me. I'm going to go in there and be me. <laughs> and that's fine. You can go and be you. But also you there's a time and place to be what you call is you. And there's a time and place where you need to be professional. There's a time and place where you can be relaxed and you have to understand those time and place, but it's your authentic self that allows you to be able to do that. That if you had to go into a place wearing a suit and a tie, that doesn't take away from you not being able to put on a Nike jogging suit and some J's. That doesn't take away from you being that. What it's saying is you dress for the occasion and the occasion calls for this particular uh, outfit. I hope I didn't drain that too much. Let's move on to point six. Point six is realizing the stagnation in personal growth. Listen, you have to understand the comfort zones are often our biggest barriers to personal development and self-improvement. Listen, when we get in our comfort zone, I am so guilty of that. Like I can get comfortable and you get in a rhythm and you're like, man, 
And he was like, I just figured this out. I don't want to have to go and figure something else out. And it goes back to the PMP story. When I was, I was, I was comfortable. I was like, man, I got I got the work experience. I got more than enough work experience. I don't need that PMP certification. But I was only telling myself that I didn't need the PMP certification because the fact I didn't pass it. And I was like, I was frustrated. I was mad because I know I was doing the work. I know, I didn't think, I know I was putting in the time. But it was still more work to do. And if I if I continue to lean on, well, it's not gonna happen for me. Look, I took it and I had to sit out a year and I, because I didn't pass it or I, I took the exam and it didn't go the way I was supposed to go. And so I got comfortable just saying, hey, I got the experience and I'm gonna leave it alone. But what woke me up, if you really wanna know the true family, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And when you get to, and I'm moving on to point number seven, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, which point number seven is the impact on your relationships, you start you you start having an impact in your relationship, personal and professional. Let's talk about personal for a little for a little bit. You start bringing that negative energy into your household. You start bringing that negative energy around your friends because you start looking at them like if they're if they're accomplishing the dreams and visions that they set out. You're thinking like, well, it doesn't it, it work for them. It's not going to work for me. And you don't know the work that they're doing behind the scenes. You don't know how early they're getting up or staying or how late they're staying up because I don't get caught up in that. I used to get caught up in that. Oh, you need to get up at this certain time. You should, No, no, no. You just need to execute whatever that looks like for you and the time it looks for you. But but honestly, you need to ensure that you are uh, building on your relationships with regards to not bringing that negative aspect of, of, of being your own dream killer. Yes, you can be your own dream killer. And when you are your own dream killer, which leads me to point number eight, it has an impact on your emotional and, the, and on your mental. It's a cost that comes with that because now you become conscious about not truly honoring yourself and trusting yourself and saying, hey, I'm going to do this anyway, regardless of what happened, because we can get caught up in the we can get caught up in the destination and forget about the journey. You know, back in the day, we uh, I, I used to love going on road trips, don't love them as much as I do now, but I used to love going on road trips because you uh and it was funny when ice cube came out with that movie are we there yet i was that kid i we'll get on a road trip and i'll be like are we there yet are we there yet even though i was having fun on the journey uh, i still enjoyed knowing that we're going to get to a certain destination and i still think that little kid uh is inside of us at times where we're so concerned or are we there yet that we forgot to enjoy the the journey of taking that road trip with family or taking that road trip with friends. And that was the journey, the excitement, the memories that you're going to remember and the scenery that you've seen along the way. So family, I'll wrap everything up and say this. If you've made a decision that you want to get out your own way, start today, not tomorrow. Don't start on New Year's. Don't start on, on, on Monday. Start today and start small. And when you start small by starting with little things first, you can start, you can continue to grow. Yes, you're going to fall. Yep, you're going to fail. But the difference is, is those who decide to get back up after they fall, those who decide that they've had enough of staying on the ground, it's time to stand up and go after their dreams and visions. Until next time, I hope you enjoy. This has been your boy, E.D.